0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit cleanse my heart and my lips almighty god that i may proclaim your gospel worthily the lord be with you a reading from the holy gospel according to matthew peter went up to jesus and said lord how often must i forgive my brother if he wrongs me as often as seven times Jesus answered, Not seven, I tell you, but seven times. And so the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who decided to settle his accounts with his servants. When the reckoning began, they brought him a man who owed ten thousand talents, but he had no means of paying, so his master gave orders that he should be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions to meet the debt. At this the servant threw himself down at his master's feet. Give me time, he said, and I will pay the whole sum. And the servant's master felt so sorry for him that he let him go and cancelled the debt. Now as the servant went out, he happened to meet a fellow servant who owed him one hundred denarii. And he seized him by the throat and began to throttle him. Pay what you owe me, he said his fellow servant fell at his feet and implored him saying give me time and i will pay you but the other would not agree on the contrary he had him thrown into prison till he should pay the debt his fellow servants were deeply distressed when he saw what had happened and they went to their master and reported the whole affair to him then the master sent for him you wicked servant he said I canceled all that debt of yours when you appealed to me. Were you not bound then to have pity on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And in his anger, the master handed him over to the torturers, that he should pay all his debt. And that is how my heavenly father will deal with you unless you each forgive your brother from your heart. Jesus had now finished what he had wanted to say, and he left Galilee and came into the part of Judea, which is on the far side of the Jordan. The Gospel of the Lord How many times do you forgive someone who has offended you, or willfully or maliciously caused injury to you? When do you cut them off? Should there be limits on forgiveness, especially for repeat offenders? How long should you remain a doormat? Today's Gospel addresses these very questions. Peter comes up to the Lord with a question. How many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? He even proposes what he considers a just response up to seven times. For many of us that would not just seem to be a fair number, but overly generous and amicable on the part of Peter. It may seem reasonable to turn the other cheek a few times, But there comes a time when we just have to say, enough is enough. If not, we are no better than a floor mat begging to be trampled upon. We reason that it is only human to hold a grudge. We believe that we possess a built-in desire to get even, to get what we believe is ours by right. There seems to be a genetic predisposition to count the number of wrongs done to us. respond in kind but the lord counter offers with another number an incredibly ridiculous number a number that we are bound to lose count of after 10 he says no peter not seven times but 70 times seven times or 77 times by saying we are to forgive those who sin against us 70 times 7 jesus was not limiting forgiveness 490 times a magical number that is for all practical purposes beyond counting he's saying that we are to forgive so often we will lose count after the number of times we have done it we are to forgive with such regularity that it becomes the habit of our lives our lord is telling peter and those who are listening that forgiveness is meant to become along with love the leading characteristic of our lives. But how can this happen? Our Lord reminds his followers that forgiveness and revenge should be the basic characteristic of their lives. This is because every Christian should always remember and be grateful for the mercy that has been shown to them by God. Each of us experience extreme forgiveness for the countless number of times we have offended God. If God does not keep a record of our wrongs in offering us mercy, which we do not deserve, could we do any different? To illustrate this wonderful mystery, the Lord tells the story of a man who owes his king a great debt. It is more than he could ever repay. By all rights, he should be been thrown into prison and locked away for life. But he pleads for mercy. Give me time, and I will do my best to make it right. But the king does more than give him time. He forgives the debt in full. The man walks away from the court debt-free. But what does he do? Once he is free, he finds another who owes him a piddling amount and sends the man to the debtor's prison when he is unable to come up with much smaller amount. When the king discovers the unloving and forgiving response of the first man, He goes after him and has him arrested and jailed. He loses everything, because though he has been so greatly forgiven, he was unwilling to be forgiving. The wisdom of this teaching on forgiveness flies against our pension, counting, calculating, and keeping track. But the truth of the matter is that love can't be quantified or counted. To put a cap on it would mean signing our death warrant. Christ died on the cross for our sins. He paid the greatest price with his own life, not because we deserve to be forgiven. Now that we have been forgiven, our Lord challenges us. Now you go and do likewise. Christ is asking us not to pay him back, but to always pay it forward to others. Because the mercy we have received is never just meant for ourselves, but always meant to be shared with others in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen